Welcome to the best fucking podcast in the galaxy, with your hosts, Nick Swagger, Luke Davis, and Logan. Fantastic. Ready? Yeah, we're ready. Do the, do, I like it when people do three, two, don't say the one, and then do like a clap, like audio <laughs> syncing. I don't know why, I just like it. We can, we like, can do I that. I like, I look well professional. I've never done that when I've recorded anything. But right, I'll, I'll, I'll start in a second. Ready? Hello and welcome to another episode of The Billionaires. That is what it's called. I, I checked. Um, <laughs> I'd it, forgotten. I I'd forgotten confirm. it because it's been so long since we've done one. Um, I don't really know why, but here it is, another one. Joining me as always is Josh Rogan. Hello. And uh, what the fuck do you call yourself on this? McSwagger. Mick Swagger, of course, of course, Mick Swagger. How are you doing? Yeah, good, it's, thank you. It's, yeah. it's, it's the one that's not on the sex offenders register. It's oh. the other one that he uses, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, right. Hey, okay. can't catch yeah. you if you change your name enough. <laughs> Alter ego. <laughs> yeah, work for Gary Glitter. <laughs> did it, did it, though. Uh, <laughs> I, I think I was, I was re-listening some of the old episodes a while ago, and I was like, literally not an episode goes by where someone doesn't mention Gary Glitter, and I don't know... Where that comes from, I don't. I don't. Get, seriously, go back and listen. And there's a lot of uh, inappropriate uh, references. Well, we're under a minute, and we've already mentioned him. So yeah, we've done we've well. We kept this up. Uh, Tom, which celebrity would like to see Gary Glitter's back catalogue re-recorded? Jonathan King. Uh, no. Jimmy Savile. No, so, so so what celebrity wants uh, Gary Glitter's back catalogue re-recorded? Because obviously they're such good songs, but unfortunately <laughs> they've been ruined by uh, Glitter. Uh, Gary Barlow. Uh, Tom, this is, this is terrible. Gary Glitter. It's Tony Blackburn. <laughs> oh, Tony. Tony, Tony. <laughs> oh, I remember from the podcast we listened to. Yeah. So, uh, so, so while... Um, before we, well, when we had our break, a um, huge hiatus. Hiatus on purpose, probably. <laughs> um, uh, Mick had said to me, "Look, I think you should listen to uh, the XFM podcast with John Robbins and uh, Ellis James." And I finally got round to it during the break. And uh, there's a lot of episodes, so I'm I don't know how many episodes I'm in. I've listened to about fifty now. Nice. And there's how many, Tom? Two hundred. Um, yeah, it's like two fifty, I think. Yeah, so I'm, do- I'm doing well. I'm doing well, but um, there's a yeah, segment in there which uh, you may have mentioned before actually on this, uh, where uh, they read from Tony Blackburn's autobiography. Yeah. And it's basically Alan Partridge. It's incredible. So good. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and, and there was a glitter reference in there, so it just sort of reminds me. <laughs> I forgot all about that. That's why you were getting, yeah. Needling me for not getting it. <laughs> oh, that's very good. So, yeah. You've got to listen to it. To? No, shut up. I'm not finished. You've got to listen to it, Luke. <laughs> okay, I'm finished. Uh, other podcasts to listen to apart from this one. Other podcasts are available. <laughs> <laughs> Much better so, professional podcasts are available. <laughs> Ones where yes. one of the people on it isn't quite anxious that his wife's going to come in and drop a three-year-old on him because she's got to go to a, a, a wedding club meeting. Wedding club. club. <laughs> is, is that like Fight Club? <laughs> it is, yeah. <laughs> is, is Meatloaf getting married? <laughs> what, does, what do you do at wedding club? 
You just uh, get married a bunch, I think. You uh, you, 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 what? you you pretend to get married. You uh, walk down different aisles. You um, throw bouquets at each other. It's pretty pretty cool. Throw bukake at each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, that's what we that's do. A, <laughs> very interesting party. Very <laughs> Japanese. But it's all censored. That's the other problem. <laughs> so I'm not interested. <laughs> It's, it, I'm sorry, this part is pixelated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you can see the person covered in flowers, but you're not allowed to see the bouquet. This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> you, you are not allowed to see the bride. <laughs> uh. um, so, what's everyone been up to, generally speaking? Luke, can you, uh. can you talk about any of your... You've got some top secret high-profile work you've been doing. I don't know how much you can talk about it. I can't really talk about any of it because it's not out yet. Look, I suppose I can like you can talk do about what you're doing, general stuff. Yeah, like, I suppose stuff that's in the public domain. But I've I've done a, I've been in a few films. Oh, yeah, I have, and uh, a bit of a I I, I it surprised me how quickly I ended up in an ITV cop show as well. That was um, disappointing. But <laughs> the is, it, uh, is this real? I don't. Yeah. What what's happening? <laughs> you never believed in me, did you? Uh, well, I didn't even know you wanted to. Ah. Uh, the last time I spoke to you, you were selling 3D printers. You're like, you're like, you're like the people in the 60s, you know, that used to have like about a thousand jobs. Yeah, I'm like, still happens. Well, I like the, the way I put it is, I've had more jobs than Homer Simpson. But, <laughs> um, oh, but very funny. Not true. The Renaissance man sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I just did, started doing it for a bit of fun, really. And then um, I just kept getting offered stuff again and again. But it's cool. It's really weird being on a f- uh, film set. It's like nowhere near as glamorous as you think it is. It's very long days. It's very boring most of the time. Uh, but the money's good. And uh, it's quite good. Yeah, it's just a good laugh. Like, to, just, yeah. there's something to do just as a, an experience sort of thing. So nothing's um, come out uh, yet that you can um, talk about. Uh I can tell you I'm in a thing, well, I'm not in it, but I was a stand-in on a show called Devs, which is coming out on Fox uh, later this year. That was good Lovely. fun. I don't think I can even say who the cast is, because I don't think it's been announced yet. Uh, I've done, what did I do recently? Uh, yeah, the other stuff I can't really talk about. It's so annoying, and because you film this stuff and it doesn't come out for like almost a year after sometimes because it obviously it goes into post-production and editing and stuff like that but uh, no it's been good fun it's been good fun so um, it's an alex garland's limited series devs yes yes it is uh well uh, he is uh, here's a, a little very, um walk around very Can nice you, man uh, Have you met him? yep this is unbelievable i i don't care that we're doing a podcast <laughs> I'm about this. Oh, I'm gonna go into yeah no he's, he's fantastic. Nice. i know he is i know he is he's incredible i know I know, and that's the difficult thing because you meet, and there are lots of other very cool people on that set, and uh, your instinct is just go to them like, oh, you're just amazing. I love everything you do, but that's like really unprofessional. And um, yeah. But yeah, they're just super nice and uh, incredibly professional. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's very quickly, it's like any other job. Um, but then you kind of have to pinch yourself because you're like, I'm literally stood next to Alex Garland or. Um, some of the famous that person. It's cool. Oh, hold that thought. Hold that thought. We're losing you. I've lost. Oh dear, <laughs> Josh is out. 
Can you hear me, Luke? Oh, good grief. I'm solo. Okay, Rogan and Luke are gone. Are you back, Luke? Speak to me, Luke. Oh, oh hello. hello. <laughs> okay, Rogan's back. Sorry, I, I couldn't hear you, Josh. Sorry, I, I came out and jumped back in again. Oh, right. So, you know, no, I couldn't hear you either. I couldn't hear anyone, actually. Oh, okay, good. Um, okay, so. get used to that, listeners. I am recording this from the bowels of my mum's house where uh, 12 meg broadband is uh, but a pipe dream. Have you got what have you what broadband have you got? Uh, we're on BT. Yeah, and, that's, uh, a, that's just a provider. <laughs> yeah, of course. What speed, man? What speed? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it comes through a modem. <laughs> Do I have to spell it out for oh, you? Oh god, it is bad then. If you actually had a modem, that really shows how bad it is. Oh mate, I did a speed test the other day because it was lagging a lot, and it's um, they just got like a twelve meg one. And here's a here's a little quiz for you. Um, how much does my mum pay a month for 12 meg broadband and most of the time she has to pay for landline and mobile calls uh, £45 oh very good I'd say something ridiculous well let me say this so my um, 80 meg whatever it is fibre broadband cost me £30 a month so I guess she's paying something ridiculous yeah like for £50 oh, yeah it's £50 what? <laughs> uh, is, that pounds. She, is that all she can get? Or? No, she uh, is um, 70 this year and has no idea. Uh, uh, do you know what? Old people have got a lot to answer for. <laughs> I'm uh, sick of them. <laughs> uh, I'm not saying she's old, but she kind of is. Uh, the, you know, like, it's like my mum when she buys a laptop and her first question is, will it run Microsoft Word? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, it will. Yeah, uh, I, I, I don't actually have to look at the spec unless you're buying like a 386 laptop, you know, then I think you're all right. Uh, so, sorry, I went a bit off topic there. Um, so, anyway, yeah, so they, oh, there, there is a cast, by the way. Um, there is a cast list, cool. That's good. So, yeah, uh, you can well, download. Well, 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 I would have a look on IMDb to make sure they haven't, like, not announced <laughs> certain people. But, um, there's quite a few people in there. Carl Glusman. Yep, that's the guy I was doing a standing for. Very nice gentleman. Fantastic. Um, Sergey, lovely. Uh, so, mm. so is that? So I mean, obviously, it's not like doesn't pay like amazing, I guess. Because well, I paid quite well. Not, wow. not like a millionaire, but like um, I, uh, I think I did for the night shoots. I got uh, two hundred and fifty quid. Wow, for that's one, amazing. For one night, yeah. And they yeah, feed no, I mean, you really and water you and look after you. And I did, I think I did about three days uh, on that. So it was like 750 quid for like three days work. And getting to, I know it's like a job, but getting to, I mean, I, like I said, but like it's, it's kind of not. so cool. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. It is very cool. And it's fascinating to see the logistics that go into making a, a, a TV show or a film. Like you think you, because in your head you're like, yeah, I, I sort of get it. But then when you see it all and it's this huge um just massive people that all have to be coordinated but everyone um just works so hard like you it, you'd never want to be crew would be my advice from what i've seen like because the crew work their asses off constantly 12 hours solid and um you know and that's just the way it is but i think the film industry only works because people are so dedicated to it you know yeah definitely i i i can imagine that how did you get in? Like, how did you even get into it? Like, just how like, 
was looked this a online. Thing? What's just happening? Looked, just looked online, and uh, I was like, oh, because uh, it's winter was coming up, which is quiet for work for me and Mick. So I thought, oh, I wonder if I could do something that like be fun, but also make some extra pennies at the same time. So I sort of like had a Google, and boom. Uh, and, and are they all like? Have they all been non-speaking roles so far? Uh, no, I've done a couple of speaking roles, uh, but it varies wildly, varies wildly. But very yeah. quickly, things, if you're like on set with someone and you get chatting or whatever, um, everyone's very willing to help you. Um, so then you get put in contact with someone else and they're like, oh, would you audition for this thing? And So there's kind of like... I don't know. You you can pick up jobs just from being on set and being chatty to people because most of the time, as a film extra on set, you're just stood around doing nothing. Um, so one the ITV one I did, we got I got there. Um, we sat on the bus for about six hours chatting, and you've got free coffee, free food, everything's there, and you're quite well looked after. And then I thought, oh, we're not going to do anything today. Then they called us to the set. We did ten minutes of filming, and that was the day. And that was like 150 quid. It was crazy. <laughs> I was like, cool. So most of the time you're just sat around chatting, and if you're good at that, then you can. It's a good way to network and make, uh, you know, connections with people and and things like that. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'll have to talk to someone I know who is a lighting engineer. Actually, um, yeah. I, well, I know his, uh, I know his brother really, but yeah, he's a lighting engineer. And he's been like goes all over the world. Um, <laughs> done a load of grime videos, by the way. Really. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's like he's like met Stormzy and all this sort of stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, he's he's doing, you know, uh, he's doing. Um, but he's obviously like you know, went to university and did yeah. a course on it and stuff like that. So I think he's you know he's gonna hopefully you know as his career progresses keep doing bigger bigger stuff you know as well as some small stuff as well. Um, well, there you go. I didn't expect uh, you to say that. Yeah. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll let you know. There's some fun stuff coming up, so I will. Um, yeah, I'll keep you guys posted. But there's uh, some some interesting things on the horizon. There's a there's a guy who lives in uh, the block of flats where where I live, who uh, is an actor, and uh, was in. Um, oh God, what's it? It's a Sky it's a Sky Atlantic show, Fortitude. He was in Fortitude. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and he has a slight appearance, I believe, in one of the Avengers films as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's cool. So I was talking to him. I was like, shit, I was like, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's good fun. It's good fun. Yeah, there's like loads of interesting courses you can take in like uh, like how to fire guns and handle weapons and stuff. And um, yeah, like the classic, like, can you ride a horse? Yeah. Uh, comes up in film. And all those, yeah, so it just looks like really good fun, like medieval sword fighting. And you're like, yeah, fucking hell, I'll go and do that for a day. It looks like a laugh. Nice. Uh, but it just gives you like another string to your bow, as it were. But yeah, yeah as, a, as a fun little way to make some part time extra money, I highly recommend it. So what have you been doing then, uh, guys? Uh, still working in an office. Uh, you know, having a great time. Good. Um, Good. No, no, it's going alright. But, um, but yeah, there's no point talking about it because it's not interesting. <laughs> uh, what is interesting? What did we both do last week? That we bought no two weeks ago. We bought tickets for individually. We didn't know we were buying tickets for the same night. We went to see. 
the streets. The streets. Lock down your aerial. <laughs> and so forth. <laughs> Etc. Uh, now, uh, the gig was cool. Uh, we had a drink beforehand. In I, I, I didn't think it was as good as you, I don't think. Uh, well, I... I uh, it was so expensive that I couldn't not enjoy it in my mind. <laughs> so whatever happens, uh, I mean, all the, I thought music. So well, should we talk about the night? It was a fun night. Um, it was a fun night. Yeah, we yeah. Went in fact, to... in fact, all the bits beforehand were probably. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh... the drive home <laughs> went swimmingly. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, How was the traffic. <laughs> it was great. It was, what well, was the they, parking situation? Oh, the parking was spot on. We got a just park. Was it? Yeah, just like um, oh, a little uh, like gravel sort of. It looked like uh, you know the kind of off the road bit in. It was in Brixton. It was mm. a three minute walk to where we met Josh and Naomi, um, and it was like four pound eighty, I think, to park in central oh, Brixton for five hours, and. Um, yeah, we were like just. It wasn't even. We didn't even have to drive through the main bit of Brixton. We were like right on the edge of it, um, and uh, and then we met Josh and they at Box Park or one of the box parks. No, Pop Brixton. Pop Brixton. It's that's not, it. It's not, it's, it's not a box park. It's. I mean, it's. Uh, it's a shipping container, hipster, hangout kind of job, isn't it? I say sticky back plastic instead of sellotape when I'm not using sellotape. But carry on. <laughs> <laughs> And um, yeah, we got uh, like a crepe and some katsu curry and stuff, and it was all like um, pretty chill. And they went to the gig, and you guys had tickets for downstairs. We had big mistake. <laughs> yeah, we were so happy to have the circle. We were like, we couldn't really see. Um, and fortunately, I think Mike Skinner probably had realised that people up top couldn't see because he kept he like had like a massive speaker right in the middle of the stage, like sort of upright that he would just stand on. And he did probably 40% of the show, like standing on the speaker. Um, oh, really? So you couldn't see? No, you could, if, if he was like in front of that speaker or um, like uh, near the speaker, but not standing on it, you couldn't, like Beth couldn't see. And then you'd have to sort of stand on tiptoes. But hmm. it was only like maybe two thirds full up at the top. So... We didn't really have like anyone, like we had like empty seats all around us and stuff, and like everyone um, was pretty chilled out. Um, but uh, but yeah, how did it? Like musically, I thought it was good. Um, I think Mike Skinner is a super weird guy, but uh, uh, I think he was he was the wrong side of Hammered, if you ask me. Do you think? Um, yeah, like I spoke to someone who went to the Saturday night show. Yeah. And he wasn't jabbering on about virtual reality and some <laughs> other shit. He yeah. was quite clearly um, not. Yeah. Did he uh, uh, partake in a few nose beers? Uh, I, 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 well, I think if he had done on a Tuesday night, his performance might have been better. Mm. Um. Uh, but main professional people, please turn off the devices. <laughs> yeah. uh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. As soon as that went off, I was like, ooh. <laughs> yeah. that was it's, it's, it also sounds like they have a lung condition. I think you're vaping into the <laughs> No, it's not. It's, that's not me. I'm not vaping. I've left my vape next door. What uh, is that? Yeah, what, is that what is going on? It sounds like someone is... <laughs> what is that? <laughs> really? Yeah, have well, you heard it, Tom? Yeah, I thought you were like... I, I thought you were vaping as well. That's really weird. 
Sorry, not me, not guilty. Unbelievable. Oh, your case going on. Is someone I... listening to us? This is weird. <laughs> no, no one's <laughs> listening not... to us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't have anyone listening live. It's like... <laughs> like a shout out to the FBI. Yeah, it's like, honestly, it sounds like someone like going. <sighs> yeah. I really? It really does. Yeah, that is weird. <coughs> oh, yeah, weird. honestly, it's not me. It's not me. Very weird. All oh, right. Well, uh, this is. Uh, so anyway, back back to Batman having Mike Skinner. So what? So oh, yeah. what, what was it like? So from up the top, we um, could only really see about like half the shenanigans, and then we couldn't see any like crowd surfing or which I wasn't that bothered about because we could like put our coats over a chair and sit down if we wanted to and not get covered in bit. Fucking people kept throwing half finished beers like from the top uh. down into the thing. And every single time, I always think, you think that you're hard. I think you can't finish a beer. And it's really fucking annoying that like people will wait 10 minutes to get served and then only drink half of like a five pound beer and then they'll just throw it. Like, um, Oh God, I know. And I want to say, we're not at a football match now, guys. But, Josh, but, 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 of course. But, <laughs> what am I going to say? Uh, oh yeah, I have oh. no idea about football matches, but yeah, and uh, and then I don't know, what would you have said that you don't know about? Oh, towards the end of the gig, um, he was talking about Peter Crouch and was trying to tell a story um, about like a Liverpool match or something. And oh then... god, I, I I'd left. I actually left. Oh no. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I was. Do you know what? You really? Like, you left? Yeah but, it, yeah, but it was like five minutes to the end, and he was like, yeah. was five minutes to the end. And I was like, do you know what? Your story is going on so long. Yeah. Uh, and and I've got to get home, uh, you know. And like, unless, like, honestly, his story couldn't have been less interesting. I know. Um, well, you yeah. know what? I we never found out what the story was because he mentioned Liverpool, like the football, and then loads of people because people are cool and everyone. Oh, likes they kept booing. Great. I was they kept still booing. There, yeah. yeah. And then he was like. Um, like okay who likes England and then everyone was like way we like England and then he was talking about like <coughs> being like a Birmingham fan because he's from Birmingham and then people were like booing again and he was basically like telling people to like shut up and fuck off because they were booing and then he sort of was really like losing the whole crowd because all the football people just can't fucking stop themselves and then everyone who doesn't like football was like what what's happening I uh, don't tar us with that brush. <laughs> well, when we are, left... <laughs> these are what I like to call morons. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're not just football fans. Honestly, people like that are, are like, oh, shut up. I know. know. Like, well, when we... So, had you left before everybody else left? Like, the whole... You'd left the whole venue? Uh, yeah. Well, I, we I, we went to the toilet, and then as we came out, everyone had gone out, so... Oh, okay. didn't do any more songs. Yeah, so... Um, when, yeah, when we were leaving, we were leaving from, like obviously upstairs and um when we got into it so mike skinner couldn't finish his song and then they did like fit but you know it again um and then that was that and again um, they played it twice well they played yeah well they sort of stopped halfway through um and normally what they do is they get like a big circle pit and then when they like drop into the chorus for the second time they um get everyone to like run in and do like a little mosh pit and then people like including mike skinner um, like stage dive and then get carried around by the crowds but the football thing had sort of spoiled it so they just did the end of Fit But You Know It and then everyone left and as everybody left they were all 
all the football people were all like chanting football songs. And um, awesome, <laughs> yeah. And then we went out into the street, and people were still chanting football songs like out in the street and like on the way to the tube and stuff. And I thought, um, I was right to never go to a football match because this is not for me. Um, I think you've probably, uh, I don't know, maybe you're right, uh, <laughs> but uh, but I was gonna say, defend this, this is a bit hilarious. Go on, defend this, yeah. Well, there's nothing wrong with football chanting in um, a football stadium at a football match, no. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't want to have that at the streets. And certainly not from a drunk Mike Skinner, who, quite frankly, called in some of his performance, I felt. You know, it was yeah. like, he did, a lot of, he did a lot of good tracks, but there was, like, Stay Positive, which I love, that track. He just sort of did a really half-assed spoken word version of it. Yeah, and they the did the, like, uh, the beat was different as well, wouldn't it? They did, like, a weird, like, up-tempo, like, up-strokes kind of scar thing. Um, yeah, I was just like, oh, come on, this is rubbish. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, and fucking, the tickets were 50 quid, so oof. you've really got to be like, mate, keep it together for like, there's like three, three and a half thousand people here who've paid 50 pounds each, so like, mm. do a fucking good show. I know you're like at the end of your tour, and I, um, do you remember we were talking to best friends in that other bar? And yeah. um, they were like, oh, I can't believe we all bought tickets to the Tuesday, like, what a weird thing. Well, when I went back um, on Instagram uh, to like look up about when I, so I like did like a story about buying the tickets, the was Tuesday, it the first day? No, it was the last night of the tour. So uh, originally we were like, "Cool, we'll buy tickets for the last night of the tour," and then he added two more th- shows, and then was like, "The last show of the tour is going to be amazing." And uh, you're like, well, I kind of thought I bought tickets for that. And then you added two more. And now my show is like, you're drunk and everyone here is a fucking idiot. Um, yeah, it's just, I mean, some of the tracks were, like, some of it was good at the beginning. But, um, yeah, you know, like, he started off good. But, like, he just kept talking about, like, he, he said that they were recording in virtual reality. Yeah. Um, which if he if if they were then I'd be like oh god I wish my performance was better. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. like, well, I, let me Google this quickly because I might just sit and watch this gig in virtual reality. Then well so I don't I think do... they probably put it together yet. Well, uh, I don't think they were filming it. Were there people with cameras there? I didn't. Well, I was quite far away as well. Like uh, there was no one on the stage with a camera, like the entire thing. And um, yeah. I think he was just. I mean, he's quite a weird dude. If you listen to his podcast. Um, yeah. he's like I don't know I, I love his music but like um, he does bug me as a guy because he's like quite artistic and I think he's got that like sort of genius vibe where sort of he'll just go on with like any old idea and people don't really because he's like got so many hits he's got like more hits than misses so people just let him get on with it um, yeah, but I think sometimes people just need to be like, mate, don't fucking talk about virtual reality. And like, people have paid like I don't know. I w- we worked out um, how much because he was doing five nights at Brixton, and Brixton Academy can hold like four thousand nine hundred people. So I worked out if there was four thousand people each night, he would have made one point two million. <laughs> wow so like hold it together mate I mean that's 1.2 million and then you've got to take like paying your bands and like paying the venue and stuff but oh yeah so he wouldn't have received a lot of that I mean he would have just got a particular amount from it he would know? have yeah he probably only got like four or five hundred thousand so you can tell why he was like calling it in a bit but um yeah I don't know um makes good music yeah. but 
But the parking was okay. That's the main. The parking was great, man. Yeah, <laughs> we went into London yesterday and did a just park. Like, I think I got fucked by just park when we went to that gig in Brighton to see Gomez because the um, postcode, like, it had like two postcodes, but the first one took you onto a bus lane on like you know those high streets where it's only buses and taxis and. Uh, like it kind of should be pedestrianised, but there's still buses on it. We ended up on one of those, um, and we were like the wrong side of a building to get to the just park, like car park, and um, we ended up with like a bus lane like penalty. Um, and I complained to just park, like they were like, "Oh, we'll give you like twenty percent off the next thing," but normally, just park is only like four or five pounds. So you're like, "Well, I don't really need to save a pound. What I really need is to not have a fucking forty pounds like bus penalty ticket." But um, I used Just Park for like that Brixton one and then we used it yesterday in London near Clapham and it was like completely spot on again so uh, I've sort of stopped hating Just Park now that's good um, <laughs> yes a little billionaire <laughs> tip there if you want to save a few bill, few bob go on Just Park and then uh, get a train into London from Clapham see I always I just love an NCP car park because I know what I'm getting but then I was listening to uh, I was driving somewhere the other day and had the radio on against my better judgment and um the news was on and they were saying that loads of people have been trapped in um ncp car parks overnight and stuff because this whole system went down oh shit and like if people like were saying is it would you, if you were stuck what would you do like bit of a pop quiz would you like jimmy up the barrier or break it because technically that's breaking the law yeah so it's like if, what you know it's kind of a real legal gray area um, i think i was probably um I'd write a note that said uh, to the person that locked the gates, you did this, and then I'd kill myself on my car <laughs> uh, yeah. so that the person would have to just live with that forever. But that's just how I roll. <laughs> but, but we stayed at um, Beth's sister's house in Crystal Palace at Christmas, and they, she parked in the Crystal Palace Park car park, um, and they fucking shut the gates and locked them at half four, and um, mm. there was like 10 other cars in there all these people like got back to their cars um, it wasn't even dark and um, or it just got dark and all these people had like been walking their dogs or taking their kids down to the park and then they've walked back to their cars and the fucking gates locked and, uh, amazing you're like what are you locking it for <laughs> like if it's to stop people from like sleeping in here overnight you've done the complete opposite of what you're trying to do because now you've got like 10 fucking cars in here and a bunch of stranded people so, uh, I don't know. Car parks, eh? <laughs> <laughs> and they're laughing listeners tuned out. <laughs> I thought this would be about being a billionaire. It's about fucking Yeah, it's like, <laughs> She was moaning about gigs and, you know, uh, fat out of everyone, Luke's the most interesting. <laughs> yeah. God help us all. about the playstation classic because i haven't played on it but i'd like to hear luke's mm. opinion of it yeah as in now we have you done the the, the break or what yeah i mean just jump into it okay. whatever. do you want okay. us to ask you um no uh, no sorry just jump into it uh yes yeah, so, so luke up one... about <laughs> put on your classics and have a little dance playstation <laughs> classic <laughs> 
Good God. Okay. I, really wanted, I really want to do that again, but you can just do it properly. Okay, you ask me then. Feed me a line. So, Luke, I hear you've got a PlayStation Classic. Who told you that? We discussed it in the little uh, sort of bit where I normally cut it out where the music oh, okay. thing is. Oh, or maybe peep. I won't cut out this time like I did. Oh, uh, yeah, a little peep behind the curtain. Yeah, I bought one of PlayStation Classics. I got it super cheap. It was like 35 quid. What? Um, Where? Ah, that's my sources. Uh, and, okay. <laughs> that's crack. <laughs> was, it, was it stolen? No. No, it wasn't stolen. We paid for it with money. It just wasn't my money. It could, it could still <laughs> be stolen. Yeah, it was stolen with someone else's money and someone else stole it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The <laughs> you crime. must know... I had a some vouchers left over from Christmas, so I thought, oh, fuck it, I'll check it. Because they were like 100 quid, when they, no, they weren't. They were 89.99 when they came out. Yeah. And then very quickly, I got reduced to 59.99. Well, 49.99. And then I chucked a voucher at it and picked it up for 35. Nice. Wow. Because it's not very good. Um, <laughs> yeah, it is, no, I know. It, I've heard it's a bit rubbish. But I uh, couldn't resist because I wanted a tiny weeny PlayStation. I, I'm not. I'm sat holding it now. I'm holding the controller. I mean, the look of it is fantastic, and the controller is spot on. Yeah. Um, although, although but, no, no analog. What's that about? Analog? Yeah, no analog. No analog. That's, that's poor. I don't know why they did that. Because it's poor. It's yeah. Because because actually, the PlayStation era. I remember picking up a DualShock like when it came out. Yeah. Uh, and I got it with. I don't. If I think I've told this story before about when I got it. Is this with the cigarette smoke flavoured uh, light gun that you got? No, no, that's a different story. This, oh. uh, this was I picked up the Dual Shock with Gran Turismo. I think it's... the day it came out, and I think I was should have been at school. And somehow, and I don't know how this happened, I convinced my mum that I shouldn't go to school and I should stay home and then go into town, pick it up, and then go home and play the PlayStation. <laughs> how did Outstanding. I get away with that? Outstanding. Outstanding. I don't know how I got away with that. Uh, because I can't imagine I said I was ill because I had to leave the house to pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> nice. um, so yeah, a bit, bit, bit of a faux pas missing that I would say. You know. Yeah, there, I mean the game list. There is. Don't get me wrong. Okay, some of it's shit, uh, but there are some some good games there. I know you've got Metal Gear Solid, which is really good still. Yeah. Um, oh, definitely. Got, yeah. Um, Ridge Racer, which I really enjoy. Oh, nice. uh, me, me and my brother were playing Tekken. Three, I think it is on there. Um, the some of the so, but then you've got like some games like Jumping Flash. Yeah, what the fuck's that? Who's ever dog, heard of that? It's dog shit. It's utter dog shit. Um, <laughs> Intelligent Cube. I mean, when I think PlayStation, I think Intelligent Cube. But <laughs> when's Intelligent <laughs> Cube Two coming out? That's what I want to know. Well, that's what I want to know. Yeah, but I mean, for those okay, those um, aside, the other issue people had and. I absolutely noticed this straight away. I didn't think I would, but I did. Um, is the games run because they're the PAL version of games? They run at 50 hertz instead of 60. So, yeah. like Ridge Racer feels really weird to play. Oh yeah. But um, what? But why does that feel weird to you? Because you get used to like modern gaming. Where I don't know. It just feels. It's because hard to describe it. it. That's how I you. I know. I know. But the, it. It feels sluggish to play. That's all I can I can say. It feels it doesn't feel smooth. It feels very weird. And same with Tekken. And basically, what you can do. So where where the PlayStation Classic is worth it is as always hacked. if you go down the hacked modding yeah, route. Yeah, I wondered if you'd done this. I was going to suggest yes. it. It was literally to... the first thing I did. <laughs> yeah. So the benefit of that is that obviously you can get into the 
background menus and you can switch it from power to ntsc literally just switch it and it's fine yeah, and, and it's crazy runs is, 60. why would they do that yeah and the difference between the games at 60 is crazy it's, 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 it makes them so much better and obviously if you've got your old playstation one games which i do have a pile of and luckily i backed up ages ago you can transfer them onto the console as well so i've added some of the highlights for you that i've added uh obviously tony hawks one tony hawks two oh, I was playing that on Twitch today. Had a lovely old time. Um, I've added uh, Die Hard Trilogy. Nice. Oh, the hey, driving. SD. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you aiming for these people? <laughs> you even get that on the menu. Like when you choose whether you want to do like Die Hard One, Two, or Three, as you change the options, he like comes out with these little sound bites that are mm. amazing. Um, yeah, it, it, I mean that. I remember playing that again recently. Uh, are you playing? What are you playing it on? Like an actual, um, like a decent TV? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, not, yeah, it's yeah. like a small TV. It's like a piece similar to a PC monitor, really. But is I played that, it on a PC monitor. Yeah, no, I think that's the. I think that's the way to go as well. Because the problem is these days we all want to play it on like a big TV, but they Oof. look awful, don't they? They they do look awful. Yeah. Well, some of them do. Some of them look look like Die Hard's an interesting one because everyone looks like paper they're like 2d it's 3d yes. but when they turn everyone's like paper Whereas yeah i remember yeah tony hawks actually i think looks pretty good um but people give the playstation one look quite a lot of shit now and they're like oh it's aged terribly but i just like it i like the aesthetic i don't know why i think it's i know i've got that nostalgia and i think that's what it is but I've, I've got no problem with the PlayStation 1 graphics at all. I, I, I think they've got a real unique look and charm to them. And um, if people think it looks shit, I can totally understand that. But I love it. It's like, I suppose, if you had like an ugly child, you'd still love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, exactly. I <laughs> and you'd, you'd learn it bunk off school and go and buy a PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Just to make it feel better. Do you think... Yeah, um, do you think kids who are like sort of twenty and younger who see the games on the PlayStation just think it is insane and like um, yeah. just because they've they've grown up with like better looking stuff on phones? What I think you should do as an experiment, and what I'd like to do is take with Rupert, who's your son, obviously, just give him a PS One and be like, that's like modern gaming, like that's just that's just, this is the pinnacle, mate. And then yeah. like let him play with that for like a year, and then just give him like a PS4 or something with like I God do, of War. Yeah, I do think and about be like, that. Bam, like, and blow his mind. Yeah, like the difference between um, like growing up with like you know growing up because we've talked about this before with like computer games yeah. and porn, we have like grown up at the same speed that those two industries have, so. You're yep. sort of like, you know, you start with like the Game Boys, the Mega Drives, and then the like N64s and Playstations and stuff, and you're like growing and like enjoying like the changes, but then people obviously, I mean, it's great because you're just born into a world where it's fucking HD graphics or it's like 4K and like virtual reality goggles and stuff like that, which is amazing, but uh, I don't know, I'm going to say something that makes me sound 100 years old, but <laughs> don't you think it's better to like appreciate the stuff from the past and like do these kids even know they're born but um i don't know do you think True. i mean did how what did the sales do for like the the mini playstation uh not great i don't think because it just got panned in the reviews it's yeah. like it's a shame because it's there's a lot of real special games on that system. yeah we were like gosh where's where the fuck is gran turismo where the fuck is gran yeah gran man was um, wipeout on and, there nope what? No crash. Oh, oh. 
Yeah, Fuck but I don't think I don't think you. No offense, but actually, I don't think you need them now they've been remastered. No, so you, you don't. No, but then it, it's. Yeah, I accept that. I accept that. But then, why not have them? Uh, well, I think it's probably a licensing thing a little bit as well. Like, mm. um, I would say, I don't know. I would personally say that you don't need them and you should focus on the stuff. You know, like if you've got a PS4, uh, yeah. then, you know, you've got Wipeout. It's been remastered. It looks amazing. Uh, Crash yeah. Bandicoot, same thing with that as yes. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, so, uh, I don't know. I don't feel too strongly about it because I love... I mean, we've seen that with remakes, sometimes they go for an authentic, you know, sort of yeah. remake. No. Uh, sometimes they deviate from it. Resident Evil 2, while we're on the subject. Oh, just, have you played it? Uh, I think I would be too scared. Um, it is outstanding. I've heard, I, honestly, I was watching the videos, and although I'm not, like, I'm not really one of these people that watches videos of people playing games. Sorry. Like, um, the, uh, you know, action. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, but that's um, but I've actually watched some of the stuff before it came out on that, and I just think, God, this looks so fucking scary. You know, it is intense. Yeah. Have you seen it? It's it? intense. It is intense. I've not seen any of them, though. No. Oh my God! Is they've they've so they've redone. They're using the same game engine as yeah. Resident Evil Seven, and they've like totally changed it. Well, not totally changed it, but they've like they've not just done a. Um, I don't know. They, how do you explain? It? They haven't just taken the same it's scene. It's like a complete rework, reimagining, sort of a reboot, if you will. So it's the same story yeah, where taken... you're like a cop by themselves, and then you're infiltrating Umbrella, and um... it's very similar, but there are subtle. But the the difference is, it's like a love letter to the original game, more than anything. Like it, it's weird. It, it feels authentic in a lot of ways, but the things they've added all of them make for a better experience i think um yeah. the way but they've still kept that the core of what makes it special like the limited inventory space the slightly um you know you always feel panicked the game never lets you take a breath yeah and, and the moment you think you've you're okay you're, you're really not but to watch it's I, I think you're right josh it is one of those games that you the rare games that you could actually watch if you're not into watching like twitch and stuff like my girlfriend's never ever ever watched anything i've done and she sat and watched in bed on the other morning um my entire resident evil 2 stream because it was so tense the whole way through or gripping if she yeah it. yeah uh, she just couldn't she just sat and watched it all morning basically nice. um which is very funny but yeah outside if you've not tried it anyone fucking highly recommended highly recommended yeah yeah no definitely um i i i feel like i want to play it but i know i'm an absolute pussy <laughs> uh, I, I love horror films i can do that but i don't like uh jumps and i've seen the game's got a shit ton of them um, do you know what you know. it's not it's not too jump scary um it's i i, I it's the way it's the tempo of the game, basically. And it's how it's dark always, it is as well. Yes, oh, it's God. very dark. And the, what you don't always get from much of it is the sound design. Like, playing it with headphones, oh, my God. Like, you're, an in, you're insane. You're, Absolutely it, insane. It, it is, like, fucking bull scary. And just, like, the, you can always hear something. And any time you hear something, you think, yeah, that, that wants to eat me. And, and it just never lets you rest. Normally... 
sometimes with like games you you know they give you or horror films or horror games you have that pacing don't you so you have like a bit where everything's okay and then bang there's danger and then bangs it whereas what resident evil does is it, you constantly feel in peril even in the quieter sections you you can never let your guard down and the moment you do you're fucked absolutely fucked like it, it is wonderful game wonderful experience i think me and tom would hate that um <laughs> because we like to uh go into a room sort out our filing cabinets you know, just, just, just know <laughs> yeah. that nothing's gonna get me you know um, see it break down which is why i like to watch someone else joke. play it <laughs> yeah 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 no i i know i've heard it's, it looks amazing um mm, very good so good very good i'll have to come around and play it before uh we do uh another episode Yes, yes, you will. You will. Yes. Are we, so, is uh, everyone? Oh, oh, oh sorry. <laughs> what were you going to say? I just rudely interrupted. I was going to say, so everyone's played Red Dead. Should we, we, we do that for another episode? Should we do yeah. that for the next? What I wanted to no, do. Save that for another one, don't we? Yeah, well, it's going to go on for a long time. Yeah, what I thought we could do um, would be to finish this episode and then have a couple of teasers for the next one. Uh, one being. We'll talk about Red Dead, even though we are three months from when it came out. Is mm. it three months? I think it's. Th- I'm sure so, it came out in November. Yeah, I think it was right. October, wasn't it? Well, maybe. So it yeah, it's even longer then. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know how we do. I'm still on chapter three, and <laughs> I've barely. Uh, so we, we can't ruin the story because I. We'll, we'll talk about the non-story related things. Yeah, so we don't get any spoilers. vibes. Check out the vibes yeah. there. Uh, okay, yeah. it's, you know some of the weird mission stuff, stuff we found. Uh, yeah, maybe stuff like that. You know, nice. uh, uh, I found a bug which I'll talk about, which uh, was infuriating because I spent an hour looking for something and I was looking in the right place and the game was buggy. Oh, uh, so that, that might be. Uh, we'll, yeah, we'll save that for the next one. I might have had a similar bug because it is quite yeah. a buggy game. Uh, well, I, actually, I don't think it is a buggy game, even I though I've, I've encountered two bugs. Sorry, I, I was, think think, I was thinking about Fallout. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> which is just full of bugs. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I thought, yeah, we could tease that. And also, um, what we could have done, talking about Resident Evil and scary games um, and people not liking that, uh, Luke, we should tell Josh about when uh, Mrs. Swagger came around to uh, play on the virtual reality thing at yours. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Should we talk about that in the next one? Yep. Yep. Lovely. Well, uh, as always, I mean, as always, I'm gonna fuck up the email and the. Uh, we're not on. T- I think <laughs> maybe we're on Twitter, but I don't go on Twitter anymore. But um, we've got an Instagram, which I think is the Villionaires Podcast. If you put the Villionaires in, um, or Mick Swagger, then you'll probably find it. Um and the Villainers email is thevillainerspodcast at gmail dot com. Uh, where can people watch you on Twitch, Luke? Uh, you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Luke Davis D A V I E S. And if Logan, to, yeah. what are you up to? Uh, I don't really want you to find me. So okay, <laughs> that's a little <laughs> Easter egg for people out there. Try and find Josh. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not that difficult. Just I just don't really want it. It's um, <laughs> <Fair enough. laughs> nah, I'm on I'm on Instagram sort of uh, and I've got an Instagram for my cat um, oh yeah so, ba- check out uh, Bowser the Exotic yeah he's all, all up in your grill he is he's got more followers than me <laughs> little cunt 
Has <laughs> he really? And there are other cats. That's demoralised. <laughs> Lovely. Well, until next time, um, keep reaching for those <laughs> stars. <laughs> keep reaching around. Reach around. <laughs> Lovely.